Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash randomtpodcasts. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. Yay! I'm excited. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So... Okay, I think we need to just get right out front with this. Okay, oh, all right. Yeah, no, right up front. Not going to play around. All right. Okay. We are currently sitting here, and season three yes. has already completely aired. And I can't, at the point I that can't we are recording. unknow stuff. It's hard to unknow things. We have, uh, we asked our listeners who listened to us in season three, and asked them if they would like for us to record seasons one and two, and... We got a lot of yeah. We didn't get a single no. That's true. We got uh, several yeses. Nobody that, stepped in to stop us. Nobody's stopping us. So you <laughs> asked for it. There you go. Here you are. There you go. Proceed with caution. So, but I will say, like, um, we are going to, uh, we did this for Sleepy Hollow, and I think we were 99% successful. Um, we did pretty good. not spoiling. Um, so we're going to treat every episode like, we, like we're seeing it for the first time. Um, we're not even going to spoil future episode titles. So when I say I always do writer and director, um, you know, they, they directed season two, episode 13. I'm not even going to say the, the title mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. spoil anybody. Because sure. if anybody wants to come in from the ground floor and actually watch it with us, do not be afraid that we're going to be like, oh, my God, there's the big plot point from season <laughs> three. Like, so yeah. we're not going to do that. Uh, but again, disclaimer. It is hard to unsee things, so we'll do our best not to spoil, but we can't promise we'll be 100% clean. Yeah. So... We'll uh, do our best, and I have been known to sloppily edit things. <laughs> so It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and we encourage you, if you're listening to this as we're recording it um, this summer of 2016, uh, feedback. Feedback we love, is we love awesome. feedback. Uh, Michael, I know you're listening because you said you were going to, so you better be listening. <laughs> Um, I expect feedback for episodes three and four. Mr. Uh, Mr. No, I'm, I'm teasing. No, you really don't. <laughs> but feedback but, does. But please. we <laughs> Feedback is uh, great. Franzi, I know you're out there too. Um, you can't fool me. <laughs> Even though you said you didn't have time. I know you're there. So, <laughs> and so many of you, uh, you know, guys, we love to hear from you. Yeah. And, uh, but spoilers. Sorry, yeah. we're not going to make it to the podcast, but we will read them. We will definitely read them. We will definitely read them. So, uh, is that all of our disclaimers? I think at so. At the onset, um, if you uh, one other thing, I uh, just thought of if you're a regular listener of our MCU movies uh, podcasts, uh, you're used to the fact that I do a lot of research for those movies. Yeah, I'm not doing it for the show. Yeah. Didn't do it for season three. Really bad. Really bad. I say bad. Bad. Like, that's you, a bad I thing. I mean, like, you look stuff up, but you didn't go as deep as you do for the movies. Right. In uh, the movies, you te- you try to read almost all the comics. I attempted. You know, the, the, at least the really big relevant ones. The storylines, the Civil War. Yeah. Stuff like that. But uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this is not from the comics. No. The comics, there are some comics now. That have adopted it because of the show, yeah. because of Melinda, these characters. Melinda May and Phil Coulson are now comic characters, but they yeah. are after the fact. Yeah. It's the other way. And after three minutes, I already screwed up, so you're going to have to edit that out. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Damn it. It's that close. It wasn't me. Because <laughs> no. it was me on Sleepy Hollow. It was you. Yeah. 
All right. I'll give you, give, give you time. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, there's the disclaimers for all of that. So, uh, and I do just want to remind people that, um, we are going to be doing season four of agents of shield and we will be doing a season four preview cast probably about a week before the, the first episode airs. Yep. So at that point we'll cover, um, the, what I consider like benign stuff, like what we want to see happen. And then we'll also have a section where we give you a chance to run away if you don't like spoilers, because we'll cover any casting news that has come up, any trailers, anything that we know that we can, you know, figure out about the upcoming season. So, uh, look for that uh, as well. Okay. So, is that it? <laughs> uh, probably not. Okay. But, um... Yeah, I'm good. Um, so, pilot episode, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We have been watching this day one. Yeah. Uh, as it's as it's aired. and uh, I think this was, like, September. we started doing text watch-alongs with each other for this and, and Sleepy Hollow because they premiered around the same time. Uh, yeah, this was uh, the fall of 2013. Before we had even met in person. Oh, wow, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, because we didn't actually meet till the following spring. Yeah, we're we're, we're those weirdos. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that neat? That is pretty. That's so this pretty neat. this holds a special place in my heart. Oh, but I when I went back and rewatched this, I was blown away. I forgot how much I enjoyed. I did too. The beginning early because, shield. I mean, you can like early shield and you can like late shield, but it's not always. And it's not the same. No. It felt completely different oh, than where we are now. So good. So look forward to some changes coming up. Yeah. If you're coming into this fresh. Yeah. So uh, ready for writer-director? Yeah. Because we're, if we keep talking, we're going to screw ourselves. Well, so. this is a really easy writer-director because right. it's directed by Joss Whedon. Oh. It's the only episode he actually directed. Okay. Pilot. Um. So, you know, we know Joss Whedon. Um. You know, everything. Joss Whedon of Firefly fame. Firefly, The Avengers. Dollhouse. Um, Dollhouse. Angel, Angel. Buffy. The, the whole shebang. Uh, the of the Whedonverse. Yes. Yes. Um, and it was written by Joss, his brother Jed, and Jed's wife Marissa, Tancherowin. Okay. So we're all in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And sweet. these three are the creators. So yes. Keeping it, keeping it real tight. Keeping it real. This episode. And it felt like it belonged in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It really did. Um, they had close, they had pretty close ties with, uh, with Joss being, having his hands in both uh, the MCU and uh, this TV series um, was excellent. Yeah. I think it flowed really well. I think it did too. Um, so we started. It felt like an MCU movie. It did. It did. It had the feel. Even mm -hmm. from, from the first scene. I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that first scene is uh, we're in Los Angeles and we meet Mike Peterson and his little son, Ace, who is precious. Precious pancake. Um, and he's looking at Avengers toys in this shop window. And um, he stops to look and, and we see. They're not just superhero toys, though, are they? No, because we're t we learn, you know, the, the invasion of New York was a thing because Avengers happened in um, 2012. So what we have had since then, and I do not have my phase one map up. It's okay. Um, this would actually be phase two. Um, we had Iron Man 3, I know. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that might be it. Okay. Before now. But the Battle of New York has happened. But the Battle of New York happened. So it's been about, um, if, we're, if we're going by... Um, 
assuming that our time in real world is kind of equivalent to the MCU time. It's been about a year, a little over a year since the Battle of New York because Avengers was released in the summer of 2012. Um, and this is, this is early fall 2013. So, um, so he, he's looking at the toys from the Yes, uh, I, I found the timeline. Okay, Marvel's good. Avengers, Iron Man 3, uh, Season 1, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Episodes yeah. 1 through 7. Yeah, okay. So, so, but the 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 figures they see in the, he sees in the window are Hulk and Iron Man and you know mm, Thor. Thor, and, yeah, they're I, all. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't notice if there was a Hawkeye and a Black Widow. I didn't notice. There's usually not though, but I saw the big green one. We're terrible. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, moving on. And so Mike is like, "Oh, hey, buddy, you've got a birthday coming up pretty soon. Do you want to? Which you one know, is your which, favorite?" And he was like, "I don't want any." And we find out that he's having trouble getting work, and um. He's he's kind of like he's talking to his son. He's like, "Remember, we're a team." And um, as he's talking to him, this building explodes nearby. The top of it just boom explodes up. And so um, Mike tells uh, his son to stay with the shopkeeper um, while he go. He's going to go help. And we're like, "Oh, he's a nice guy." And he runs down this alley, and all of a sudden, like he's looking around to be like, "There's nothing going on." And he like. <laughs> Starts climbing the building by like jamming his hands in and creating f- hand and footholds for himself. And so, all I can think of is parkour, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's bad. Except for he's like gouging things in the building. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, so he's enhanced. Um, and so he gets inside and he finds this woman screaming for help, and he gets her and he jumps out of the building and he does a superhero landing. Yep. It's murder on the knees. It is. Uh, but he does a superhero landing and um with the woman in his arms. With the woman in his arms and he's got he leaves these prints in the concrete like it's you impressive, can, yeah. You can see where he landed. And um but we see one woman who is taking video of it. Well, we do see several people yes. videoing video videoing, videoing. Sure. Mm-hmm. The the fire and the flames and everything. Yeah. But this one particular woman is focusing saw on him. Mike. Yeah. Um and so then we go to, you know, everybody starts starts looking and it's and it's chaos and he's got his hoodie on. Um, and so he runs off um, and then he he takes his hoodie off and he circles back around and he gets his son and he watches away yeah, or he, walks away in Sky, who we find out is Sky in a couple scenes. Sky, who we find out is Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. She's watching quite. quite uh, uh, yeah. He, he disappears focused off and, on him. Yeah. He, he disappears uh, into the crowd. Really, yeah. And uh, it, I was rewatching it this week. I remember when I originally watched this, thinking that uh, we wouldn't see him again. Yeah, that he would uh, disappear into the shadows. Uh, kind of a nod to the audience that there are these powered people. Yeah, uh, out there, and that we'd never know when we see one. And I kind of lo- enjoyed the idea of that mystery. Yeah, it didn't take the course you thought it would. No, that's not. I, you know how I was expecting that to be. I knew he'd be he'd be more than just a one shot in the like one scene because um, he was on Angel. Joss has worked with him before. Well, see, I've never watched Angel. Yeah, so I didn't know who he was. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, he's he's one of he and he and this is the first of many appearances from the Whedonverse. Oh, Joss, there are so many. Joss tends to like to work with this, some of the same people over and over again. I'm surprised that uh, Nathan Fillion was not in the you pilot know, episode. I really am too. Because Nathan is Castle. in everything. Yeah, he was still doing Castle at the time. Um, yeah. 
which at the moment we're recording this, Castle has been canceled. That just frees up Nathan. It does. It frees him up to do the sequel to Firefly. Yeah. The happy that, one. that movie never happened. No, Serenity um, never happened. It was a dream. I know. Um, so... Well, I was not aware that he was an angel person, but yeah, I yeah. was I was looking forward to that kind of a mystery situation, like kind of just setting up that this is the universe we're in now. Mm-hmm. Shit's gone down. Yeah, that this is the world we live in, but yeah. that's not how it played out. Yeah, I'm not sure which I like better though, but I, that was the impression I got when I first saw it. Yeah, I, I kind of like this. I think this sets yeah, I like up a good. Th- I like the way it went. Yeah, but anyway, um, so then we go to um. Uh, Paris, and we meet Agent Grant Ward dun, dun, dun. in the mi- in the middle of a mission, and he's going after somebody. And um, we hear on the very um, James Bond like with very the motorcycle, James Bond, yeah, a solo guy in the field. Yeah. Um, we see other, we hear other people on the comms. Um, he's told that the this group, the Rising Tide. Um, has already posted the location of the guy that Ward is going after, mm-hmm. and so. And so, um, he's like, uh, this guy has the package, which I was like, all right. Um, mm, he's got a package. And so they kind of want to talk Ward out of They're trying, doing yeah. it because like, it's, it's way more dangerous now because everybody knows where he's headed. And he's like, yeah, no, whatever. I do what I want. I do. Basically. Yes. So we get a very immediate impression of Grant Ward's character. Yes. He's that guy. He's that guy. Like okay. you said, there's there's there are a lot of comparisons to James Bond and the mm-hmm. way he operates. Like, yes. nope, I was I'm gonna do this. I can get this done. And we get it. We get a cool bit of like spy kind of stuff it's going a very on. Very James Bond feely kind of scene. Because um, he walks into this restaurant and he's got this tray. Okay, and he, the tray that he pulls out from under his coat. Yeah. And I was like, okay, because yeah. I carry that around with me. Yeah. And um, so he he takes the tray out and he ends up getting this guy Von Chance. Um, uh, Glad you're saying it. <laughs> he gets his fingerprints off of this glass and the the napkin that even like scanned the prints. Like okay. the whole thing was just very like cool. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the people who are listening to this podcast have actually already seen this episode. Okay, can we safely assume that? Well, I would hope so. Okay. If not, well, Sucks I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. But when I was rewatching this scene this week, I wanted to ask you, do you think Fitz designed that tray? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. It's definitely a Fitz kind of tray, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so like uh he goes upstairs and he finds that um, you know, he uh opens up the this lock behind the fireplace and he gets this like book or what like I didn't even care what he got um and because he uses the fingerprints from the from the thing on his fancy pantsy napkin um at, after using his tray as a scan like it was all it's just really low. cool it was Q has nothing on Fitz I'm Apparently sorry not I'm sorry but yeah Q ain't got nothing on Fitz no that or those two are pen pals Maybe maybe in the hacking realm, but as far as the tech, yeah. 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 Um, and so he um he gets this it was like a bag and he turns around and he sees this woman who who has uh her field of fucks is barren. Cause yeah. she just looks yeah. at him like, Oh, there's somebody in my apartment or whatever. And so this is when two guys come in She and is so done. 
And they they fight, and of course she just turns back around and goes into the kitchen like, ugh, this again. Um, so of course Ward beats their asses, and he uh, climbs up onto the roof, and he gets taken. Oh, in. She like grabs her shoes and leaves. Yeah. she's like, I'm done. He like gets taken up by this helicopter, and of course it can't it can't take the time to land. So he just grabs on a rope and gets flown out. I'm telling you, pure James Bond. Absolutely, this entire scene. Is a James Bond ripoff, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And you're right; you learn a lot about Get a Ward really very quickly. Very clear picture. You learn about all of these characters very quickly. Yeah. And for a pilot episode, that's what you need to happen. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. You look like I, you I know. I got really intense there for <laughs> a second. Like, and <laughs> that's all. So then we go to one Maria fucking Hill. <laughs> I was so excited to see her. I love Maria Hill. Um, and so she is, uh, like debriefing Ward. And so, um, she, she starts asking him about S.H.I.E.L.D. And like, what does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for? And he, he gives it to her and then she's like, what does that mean? And he's like, somebody really wanted our initials to spell S.H.I.E.L.D. That has got to be a nod as a comic book researcher. Yeah. Because I don't like. I don't like just sit around. I do not. Okay. Regardless of what you people may think, I do not actually sit around and just read Marvel comics all the time. I'm sure that's how you picture me, but I don't. <laughs> However. She's a research nerd. I am a research nerd. I don't. I, I'm proactive. I mean, I'm retroactive, not proactive. <laughs> um, except when it comes to Bucky. So, um, which has nothing to do with this. He says that. Mm-hmm. And all I can think of is how many different combinations combinations of words that they've used because the current one is like the third i think third or fourth yeah iteration of what shield stands for it keeps changing but he's like really wanted our initials to spell out shield and that is exactly what it is yeah yeah and it kind of showed this it was like an easter egg it was and it was like this tongue-in-cheek kind of deference to yes this whole episode was tongue-in-cheek it was great it was great i loved it i liked it and you get you get a little bit of sass from him um and and then she's like no really what does it mean and he's like well we're we're the line we're the line between everybody else and the weird stuff and so um it turns out what he stole from the guy in Paris was a Chitauri neural device. <gasps> so they're still looking for these pieces of tech. Yep. Because there was the Battle of New York and all that stuff fell. We, there was the one shot. Yep. Where they... Item there 42. Was, the, was it item 42? Item 46. 40 something. Yeah. And it was the, the gun, whatever. And they hired it, hiring those two kids. Yeah. Bless their hearts. <laughs> so yeah, there are still pieces laying around. I thought we would get some of that. Yeah. In this show. Not the case. Yeah. Not specifically. That wasn't all they did. I'm, okay, you can tell already as I'm watching this episode, I'm looking for the story ahead. Me too. That's why it's really difficult because I can't unknow what I know. So what's interesting is, and I'm going to ask you this, re-watching this with a podcaster's eye yeah. is totally different Yes, from when we watched it as a fan. I'm going to make an executive decision. Oh, shit. The end of every cast we can talk about, we can have a point where we can be like, okay. A spoiler section? Yes, a spoiler section for how this relates to future stuff. Feel? Future movies, future S.H.I.E.L.D. storylines. So those people who are listening along with us this summer. We will have a moment where you can turn back. Okay. And then we can we can soldier Perfect. on because Perfect. we're going to have to talk about some of these and we things. Can, and we, we can, then that feedback that we're 
hoping to get exactly all right boom done because that way you don't have to nobody has to watch it in a vacuum if they don't want to we seriously we only make these decisions on air yeah so all right good, good. yay yay but yeah really watching it with a podcaster's eye this this time around was and uh, knowing was what fun. i know Knowing mm-hmm. what I know about the three seasons in, I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. Yeah, all right, we need to back away. So. <laughs> we need to step away from the edge. Um, so, again, we get mention of Rising Tide. And Ward wants to know how, how the hell they got powerful enough to get involved with something on this level. And um, Maria's like, the world has changed since the whole New York aliens business. Um, because not only were we confronted with aliens, we were confronted with gods. Well, and he stops and he says, oh, I'm not really sure Thor's a god. And she says, you haven't seen his arms. You haven't been near his arms. And I'm, I'm like, like yeah. yeah. Bless Maria. Um, and so she's like, um, you know, uh, they were a hacker group. And now they have access to all this alien tech. And so we kind of get the get the impression that Rising Tide, bad, shield, good, right away. Yeah. And um, that's the impression we're given. So... Ward's like, okay, that's all well and good, but why the hell was I taken out of Paris? And um, Maria's like, okay, you're going to have to talk to Phil Coulson about that. And he's like, okay, I'm level six. Like, I know he's dead. I know he died. Precious baby. (laughs) Of course, we find out Coulson being the ultimate drama sass master that he is steps out of the corner and is like, welcome to level seven. I'm like, now that scene was in the teaser trailers yes for this show yes because we had they because colson the whole thing was colson lives hashtag colson lives was a internet movement after the avengers movie where we noped him we know the fan base literally noped this man back to life yep and it has now become a thing yes the internet will nope anything back yes um but this time it actually worked it this was this is the moment in history where a fan base See begged. also Sherlock Holmes. See also Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, they were the first ones to That's successfully true. note. Yeah, back. they did. You're right. Yeah. Okay, but I'm talking like internet. but this, but this but was like, a big deal. This was a social media movement. Yeah, and we got but uh, but yeah, that scene mm-hmm. with Clark Gregg because they didn't Welcome they could have seven they could have done any Agents of Shield group. It didn't have to be Phil Coulson exactly. But at the same time, it kind of had it to had to be Phil Coulson. Yeah, and for him to come back and Clark Gregg bless him, is Phil Coulson. Yes. yes. They did end up making Phil Coulson into a comic character. Because and, and it Clark looks like Greg. Clark Gregg. It doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought that was mm. great. There's a bull, And he's like, there's a bulb out. I couldn't resist. I, c- I couldn't resist. And I'm just like, I love this man so much. He became dad. In that moment. In that scene. Yeah. Right there. Dad. Yeah. Dad. Yep. Yeah, because I that was one one of the things. Because if, if you haven't listened to our season three coverage like we call may and phil mom, mom and, dad. and dad and it started now this is where it started he was dad right yeah, here uh, like immediately he's dad um so we go back to la really quick there, and the mom moment oh yeah is in this episode too oh yeah it yeah. is uh so we go back to los angeles really quick and mike is looking for work and sky is following him and we're like well that's not creepy at all no no um so this is when <laughs> um Colson and uh, Hill are showing Ward around this command center, and um, Colson's like, "Well, yeah, we had to keep the whole I survived thing, you know, um, a Under secret." Wraps, yeah. Um, and so because he's he's uh, like, uh, I think uh, Colson says something like, "Oh, 
well, yeah, it motivated the Avengers or whatever. Yeah, Maria Hill explains, you know, a common something. Common something, enemy. Common or, enemy. A common event. Out unite, the, yeah. She says it so much more delicately than I do. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is Words. when um, this is when they show Ward the footage of Mike. Um, and so they say that, you know, the rising tide... Uh, is the one that posted it on on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, that Rising Tide is kind of like free information, that kind of deal. It had that kind of feel to it. Speaking of social movements, that's yeah. Rising Tide is like, uh, for the, as we understand it, like an underground uh, guerrilla type movement. Guerrilla knowledge, guerrilla. Yes, specifically yes. knowledge. Yeah, we, we don't believe uh, this should be secret. Not quite a Snowden. Yeah, but kind of in the same vein. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, they, they're, they're trying to lure these people out and we're just like, okay, well, do you want me to take care of the rising tide? Cause that's what I do. And he was kind of after them already. Yeah. And he's like, uh, it feels like, no, no, we're, we're going to use the rising tide to find, to find this guy and then we're going to bring him in. And they refer to him as an unregistered gifted. Yes. Is the phrase they're using. So. And so Ward's like, I don't do the whole other people thing and i'm like oh i i feel that and this is the moment during my rewatch that i was like damn i'm grant ward yeah shit yeah as much as i would rather be simmons yes (laughs) i am in fact grant ward yeah so and uh colson's like yeah but you got skills and you're the best person (laughs) for the job yeah skills 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 um and so this is when i was just like shepherd I was because Ron White yes is if if anyone knows anything you know Firefly he was Shep- Shepherd Book and Firefly Ron White is uh, I don't want to call him a recluse yeah he's a bit of a hermit and I mean that he, with love but he's like he's a very private person he's a very private person he doesn't do uh, the Firefly conventions nope uh, not because he doesn't it's not that and the the rumors are that he hated Firefly and that's not true. He's just a very private person. Yeah, Ron, he didn't Ron, do the he didn't do the reunion. Um, no, where he they didn't do the reunion were, special interview. Whatever. No, they didn't do that. Um, but that's because he's just a private person. Yeah, and that's I respect that. So to see him walk onto that stage, yeah, I was just big, again, Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. If anybody can get Ron White he on a show, out the big guns like he got a Joss lot of Whedon. he got a lot of his Whedon babies out. I'm surprised Marina Baccarin. I know. I kind of didn't was show too. up. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not telling you. Kaylee not, pops up. I know. Simon over here. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, because Clark Gregg was in Joss Whedon's uh, Much Ado About Nothing. You still yes, haven't I seen still that. still haven't seen that. I need You've to see that. You've got to see that. It's my favorite Shakespeare. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah. The, the story itself, Much Ado About yeah. Nothing, is my favorite. Not necessarily. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but to see Ron White was... He was... He, so, he's this doctor. And... Um, it turns out that he has he has examined the uh, the team that Phil has put together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This sucks, basically," <laughs> because we find out, um, you know, uh, Ward is almost too fit, and then you've got these the, the Fitzsimmons um, who have never been out in the field, and um, you know, so he he sends Ward away. And so, you know, Colson continues to, you know, uh, Maria complains that, um, you know, again, we, we get the sense that Colson's 
kind of being questioned on the makeup of this team. She's like, I don't know about these people. Yeah. Uh, he's like, don't care. It's great. And so um, Mine. the doctor's like, I would really prefer you to not be back in the field. Mm-hmm. I would prefer mm-hmm. you to get some more rest. And Colson's like, nope, I've rested enough. I Fine. do what I want. Um, I, and basically, I do what I want. And so Phil leaves and the doctor talks to Hill a little bit more. And we find out that um, he tells her that uh, Phil still hasn't remembered what happened to him. And that he can't. And and Maria's like, he can never know. And you're like, oh, shit, what's going on? So, yeah. So already we get this intrigue with something is more than what we know, which I think is interesting. Um, so we go to we go back to Mike Peterson and he is at this diner and he's having coffee and um, he sees this news report. Apparently he has been dubbed the hooded hero and everybody's like, well, who is this guy? Whatever, whatever. And so, of course, p- precious puppy Sky. She is like a puppy child in this. She is. She's adorable. And she sits down and she's like, act natural, pretend like we're talking. And he's like, we are talking. Um, and she's like, OK, no, but like. She basically, she's like, oh, that's nice. Um, I know who you are. I know you're the guy. And he's like, I, t- I, don't, I, I don't know what about. you're talking about. Um, and she's like, no, but you're in danger, though. Because, you know, you have to go public with your powers. And take advantage of, your, of, of all the positive publicity. Yeah, because there's a uh, woman in the hospital who wants to thank you. And possibly, thank you. And I'm, I'm like, like really? Oh, my God, Sky. And so, like, he's like, why do you think I'm in danger? And she's like, S.H.I.E.L.D. Have you heard of S.H.I.E.L.D.? And, of course, he hasn't. Um, and she's like, they're, you know, they, they've been gobbling up these, these powered people since the invasion. And, you know, they, they, they're the ones that try to clean up evidence of the battle and all this stuff. And, and um, she offers a new life for Mike. She offers him a new ID. Um, she says she has experience with computers. And he's like, he doesn't want any part of it. And so, um, well, and when he says, do you think I should carry a shield? Of course, you know, that's a Captain America reference. Of course. Of course it is. And there's a lot of these little. So I had forgotten how many. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I got used to the drought later on because they started. Well, they started. They started hot and heavy. Gotham did the same thing. Yeah, Gotham did too. Gotham started like fifty references this in the is first a pilot. episode. Yeah, yeah. So this is a trend I'm seeing in these types of shows. Yeah, because God, Gotham was bad. Oh man, Gotham. There were like blogs and blogs out there everywhere saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, the Easter eggs," and some would have like two, and some would have like seven. And I can see why you can't sustain that level of. No, and when this you're, was a lot. And when you're starting out, yeah, you're going to throw them out there to keep people's interest. To be like, see, see, we're related, mm-hmm. we're related. Because <laughs> um, this is the whole, it's all related, you know, really came to fruition. It's all connected. It's all connected, sorry. Hashtag yes. it's all connected. That's yes. their company line. Yeah. Um, and so it turns out that Mike walks away, but he, we find out that Sky has stolen his uh, wallet and she has his driver's license. Or not, maybe not his wallet, but his driver's license. There's actually another Easter egg. Really? In this moment. Tell because me about it. Because she says to him, with great power comes a lot of really weird shit that you're not ready to deal it with. It was so funny, though, because like, good power comes. And I thought back, ah. and they didn't own Spider-Man at that point. No, they did not. So that was, like, it was Marvel, but, it like, Marvel Studios didn't have have the right. rights to it. And they, so I just thought that was really tongue-in-cheek. They put that toe right on the line. Yep, with great... Uh, it was great. It was... And the way... 
Chloe delivered the line. Yeah. Chloe Bennett being the actress yeah. who plays Sky. Um, it, it was, was great. so great. It was so good. And the way she, because she hesitates in the middle of it and then drops the bomb. And it's yeah. like, yay. Yeah. Because you're like, what? Are we? Uh, no. no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we go back to Phil and he is at the desk of one Melinda May. And she's got this, she's got this desk and it's, looks super dreary she's very much stapling i expected the stapler to be red she is i know she's like in this she's built herself this she little, is in the basement of well of in a tron when he's when he's like um i expected a moat because it does feel very much like <laughs> don't fucking talk to me i've got shit stacked all the way around me like don't fucking talk to me i wonder if that tactic would work for me <laughs> build a fort build a fort <laughs> you have an office though you can that's true door. i have a door yeah um, and so uh, he he wants uh, he wants uh, May to be involved, and she's like, "I'm not interested." And he's like, "But I need you." And she's like, "I'm not interested." And he's like, "Listen, there's no combat. No, You're just I gonna just be driving the bus. Just drive the bus and like, no red tape." No and red he tape. Talks about how this is actually where they make, make the red tape. God, the sass, the sass, so much sass. And you can tell that she's like, "Why the fuck are you talking to me?" But he knows her, and so he she's just going to drive the bus. And at this point, I was like, the bus? Is that figurative? Like, I'm Yeah, I wasn't real sure what was going on. But she gives him a side smile. Yeah. And a sideways glance in this in this scene, and that's, and there's mom. Yeah, and there's my mom. Yeah. There's mom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. I'm like, yep, y'all are married. I love mom and dad. They were married. Yep. Right there. Yeah. In my mind. I got us some kids. <laughs> they're on the bus yeah that's why he needs her to drive the bus so it's yeah. the kids so um so we see uh war drive to this hangar and um he finds out that uh there's this really big ass plane that's been assigned to the team yes ma'am you're raising your hand for uh the plane officiados out there this is a, a boeing uh c-17 globemaster 3 oh it's an actual it's a boeing c-17 globemaster 3 cool i know it because it says so right there all right well there you go yes for all your for all needs. you uh, nerd people out there, right on, right on. That's what this is. Um, and so uh, we we go inside and <laughs> Ward meets uh, Fitz Simmons, who is Leo Fitz and Gemma Simmons. Um, and everybody like they've already been referred to as Fitz Simmons it's as one a word. unit. These these two had a ship name. Before we even when saw you them on in the screen. Door. Yeah. Before we even saw them on screen. Because the, the doctor refers to them as Fitzsimmons and Ward walks in going Fitzsimmons. So, yeah, they're they a, they a unit. He points at her. She points at him and says Fitz. He points at her and says Simmons. Engineering, and, biochem. And it's that's so it. They're so darling. It's so great. These are the, these are, and these are our children. Yes, and these are our babies. Um, and the but what's really funny is they immediately have this great bickering kind of. We are introduced mid bicker, mid bicker, and that sets the tone for their characters. And you know what they're what they are uh, bickering about? The night night gun. The night night gun. Yes. So take note, children. Um, he's talking about the night, and I follow because you know we we watch it with subtitles. Yes. Uh, or with captions. And so it was really nice because her whole thing was, okay, it's a great concept. I can't deliver that much of a sedative in such a, in such a small package. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> like, because he's... <laughs> Sorry. 
course you had to make a dick joke. I didn't even make a joke. All I did was chuckle. I know what you meant. You said package. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so they're they're bickering about that, and he's like, anyway, um, <laughs> it's so great because immediately they're like, um, he's like, I'm supposed to get this like my calm re uh re-engineered for our frequency or whatever yeah and immediately fitz takes it and just he starts breaking it apart the shit out of it he wants the chip out of it well and, and words Ward just like words are saying it's brand new, new. and simmons like, oh well he'll he'll repurpose the such and such and what the what and she's grabbing a swab and, and I'm she's like, swabbing him these two have they have no concept of boundaries none these are and They're i say th- babies i say this with love they are lab rats they are and okay, we know that Tony and Bruce are science bros. Yes, they go a little beyond science bros. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and so uh, this is them. when you know um, Colson drives up <gasps> in Lola. 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 That's my that's one of my doggies' names. It is not because of this, but you know she's a, she's a Lola. She is a Lola. She's very much a Lola. But uh, when he's, it's the song. Yeah. Now, for some reason, when I, I see your baby, you don't. I think never that. think of that. No. But this car, I do. So yeah. I don't it's know a, why. It's a nice car. It's a nice car. I'm actually about to go look up what kind of car it is. Okay. I was I was wondering. Um, and so this is when Phil is. Uh, yes, ma'am. It is a 1962 Chevrolet Corvette. Oh, it's pretty too. That's pretty. License plate uh, reading 381 PCE. Okay. Uh, it features, well, well, if you've seen this episode, uh, it features a hover mode, bulletproof windshield, guns, and flamethrower. Yeah, it's a spy car, man. It's a total spy car. Yeah, it's a 1962 Chevrolet Corvette. It is a red convertible. Okay, okay. Um, and so this is when, uh, this is when Coulson, uh, one of the guys is going to, I think, take the, I- I'm not sure if it's here or a little bit later, but it's basically don't touch Lola. Nobody uh, touches Lola, but yeah, Phil. I think it's here. Uh yeah, he's like, don't touch don't, Lola. Don't touch Lola. Nobody's allowed to touch nope. Lola. Nope. I want to touch Lola. I know. I want to ride in Lola. Mm. Um, so he shows, he starts showing Ward around, and he's like, listen, um, these things used to be all the rage in the 90s, but then we got helicarriers. Um, but he's like, no, now I, I have it for, for my team, and it's um, been completely redone, and um, it's all this, you know, it's great and wonderful. And May comes in, and she's like, okay, well... Um, we have a hit on one of the Rising Tides routers, and so we'll be leaving in five minutes. And so Ward's like... And she just turns around. She's all business. She turns yeah. around and walks back off. And he's like, is that Melinda May? And um, and he's like, yeah. She's just like, here to drive the bus. She's just here to drive the bus. And call, and you can tell... Like, he knows who he's, she is. He's fanboying. He knows who she is. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell are you up to? And Colson's like, okay, anyway, bye. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Okay, <laughs> thanks, bye. Um, and so we go to we go to Sky, who she did tell Mike that she um, her mobile office, aka her van, yeah. is always parked in the va- in the uh, alley around the corner, free Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she is she is uh, doing kind of like a voiceover, like we got at the beginning of the episode. It's so heavy and dramatic. It is, and you can I tell she's it. using some kind of a modulation thing, maybe. Oh yeah. Um, and so she's talking about like, oh, you know, the government can't stop the truth because you get more and more of the impression that these are just people that don't want cover ups. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So she's she's being very dramatic. 
Oh, and it's a great speech <laughs> too. Great. Until the door. Uh, you can, but you will never find open. us. You will Fomp. never find us. Fomp. And it's and it's Phil, and he's like, "Hi." Um, and so they put a bag over her head, and they capture. And so, um, Bless she, her. she, uh, she's on the plane. They take the bag off, and she's in this interrogation room, and um, which looks like the walls are like uh, those like they're not, it's not octagons, but it's a yeah, whatever a six sided thingy is. Um, things on the wall, so it mm-hmm. looks like it's a very specialized, P- padded, padded, kind of, yeah, possibly type room, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Sky's like, "Hey, dummies, um, you know, you're making a mistake, and I can lead. I can, I have a lead on centipede." And they're like, "What now? Um, was it you screwed up Pegasus, but now you think something centipede?" Yeah, yeah. and so she's like, "Oh my god, you have no idea what I'm talking about," and. Colson's like, yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry about that Ward's giant trash can and he handled you rough, but, you know, he has a history with your group. Not a nice one. Um, and so it turns out that they traced her because they used the same uh, crypto technology as the Rising Tide and they found her that way. Well, it was the post with the pictures, mm-hmm. the, the filming of, of Michael. Yeah. They traced it. Or some something. Something. Tech. And so Sky's like, I don't know who, I have no connection with them, whatever. And Colson's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so anyway, um, and he's like, we're trying to find this guy, um, the hooded hero or whatever. And he's like, did you maybe set the fire to flush him out? And she's like, no. Put her on the defensive right away. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And so we get a really quick flash of May um, taking uh, Fitz and Simmons uh, into the building. Um, the building that blew up, they're going to investigate mm-hmm. the, the uh, uh, site. Yeah, and May looks at the crater. Yeah, outside. on the ground, yeah, where he landed. Yes, and, and this is where I, of course, noticed that uh, May's wearing heels. Yes. They're big, chunky heels, but, but she is, in fact, still wearing But, again, for, for heels. filming's practicality's sake, Ming-Na, I don't... F- is she a shorty? She is not tall. Okay, that may be why. She is not tall. I, I don't know how I don't I don't know that I would classify her as short, but I, she's not tall. I'd say our height. Okay, okay. I That's don't. Pretty I short. don't think of. I was like, I don't think of myself as terribly. I, maybe I'm just used to it. I don't know. Yeah, it's who I am. Yeah, but she's not tall. Okay. But yeah, she is wearing. That may be for I practicality's sake. You know, I had you to, notice these I have things. A thing with shoes. I know I have you an do. Issue. I know you do. Um, so we go back to. I s- just want women to be practical. Yes, for their for their line of work and for costumers to put women who are supposed to be action people in, in heels. heels regularly. It just makes them a little bit more kick ass. Yeah. And Ming Na is actually. Oh, she's a maze balls. Kick ass. She yeah. is a martial artist. Yeah. She don't play. Yeah. She can like break things with her hands and shit. I've and, like, seen that video. Mm-hmm. There's a video on YouTube where the. Clark Gregg is holding a cement <laughs> it's piece great of cement. He's holding it because it's Clark Gregg. Yeah, and she takes her fingers flat, but fingers out mm-hmm. and breaks. Yep, she's the real deal. Yeah, she is. So, so I, I love her. Yeah, so much. Uh, so we go back to Sky, and she's like, um, "Maybe you set the fire." And uh, no, it was me. I admit it. I set the fire. You set the fire. It was me. Yeah, you started the whole show. Good it job. It was me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, uh, no, that's not my style. And he's like, you know, we, we want to contain Mike, but we want to, we want to help him, you know, help him. 
And he's like, there are others in the world that want to do worse. So we're the good guys here, basically. Basically. And we go to Mike really quick, and he's at home, and he is on the phone with some doctor. And he's like, the device is working fine now. And we get, we find out that he's got this thing on his arm. Boy, it looks an awful lot like a centipede. centipede. And um, so he's like, maybe, maybe I should go public. I mean, look at all the good I've done. And, you know, uh, you saw what I did with that fire. And uh, the doctor is like, fuck no. And so Mike, you can tell he's kind of frustrated. And he hangs up the phone. And um, he, you know, we, we, get the sh- we get the really nice shot of what's on his arm. And so we're like, okay. Well, and the first thing I notice is that it's, uh, it's yellow. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the blue that of we're used to seeing of the shatari yeah yeah we're used to seeing that in the uh, marvel world is the blue right right so it's this that you're right that immediately identifies it as something other mm-hmm. not something that we're immediately not, familiar not with. tesseract not uh loki scepter yeah yeah it's other as you say yeah um so <laughs> i love this fitz and simmons are examining the uh the the lab and <gasps> we get the dwarves the dwarves, I, and because because Agent May says to to Fitch, she says, well, you know, if you're in the field, you're gonna have you're to gonna... get your hands dirty, and he's like, nope. no, I don't. And these little insect-looking things buzz up. And... and I will say this is really interesting to me because Gemma loves this shit. She's digging in rubble. She is just like getting dirty. It's exciting. It's great. It's exciting for her. And Fitz is like, no, no. So I kind of like the role reversal because you usually see the girl as the squicky one. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of cool. I was concerned about the fact that there was still a body in this location. Yeah. There was a actual skeleton here. That it hadn't been removed that yet. That had not been removed. And that was just weird to me because that's a biological. Unless S.H.I.E.L.D. pissed on the crime scene red tape wise and said nothing gets moved until our team gets in but even so there had to have been firefighters there to put out the fire and first yeah. first responders would have removed the body that's true so even so first yeah. responders would have removed the body i didn't even think about that's that that's just procedure i yeah. mean that's just i thought it was weird that there was still a and it was still kind of icky yeah it's not like it was an archaeological Clean. dig yeah so yeah, yeah. Um, and so we find out that, like, each of these dwarves, and they're all labeled sleepy, sleepy, happy, sneezy. Well, one's even uh, snow. Yeah. Because she refers to snow. one as snow. Oh that God. one knows nothing. It's so great. It knows nothing. <laughs> 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 so in case you forgot that Marvel's owned by Disney, there's your little reminder. There you go. But so. I thought they were they were adorable they because were. even, like, they've they've set up that Simmons is biochem and he's engineering, but she can... Radloff details about his babies. Yes, you. So you get the impression that these two have worked together extensively because you, you know she collaborates to go. Okay, I want it to do this. I want it to do this. I want it to this. And mm-hmm. he's the one that figures out how to do it. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm going to need these kind of samples. I mean, he said even one of them smells. Yes, does nothing but smell. Mm-hmm. But then she can analyze the data. Right. That he uses the engineering to collect. Yeah, it's great. And so they wonder whether uh, somebody said the explosion was targeting the lab or whether they were tar- targeting um, who we know to be Mike. Right, because they also mentioned that uh, this place wasn't rented out as a lab. It's Mm-mm. a secret lab. Woo! Yeah. 
So it was great. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the interrogation. And so Sky tells Colson and Warden, she's like, I couldn't really find out a lot about Centipede. Um, but she's like, um, she she reiterates that she's only in this to let the world know the truth. Do you think she spilled that information awfully quickly? I think she wants to more know what they want to know, what they know. Because it felt like, you know, she was fighting the interrogation in one scene. And then we come back in another scene and she's telling them. And I'm like, that. Could be, uh, I kind of took it to be, I have to give something up to get something. There is, yeah, okay. So. She is smart enough to play the game. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll let it slide. And Ward wants no part of this. Ward is like, you are a superhero groupie, and you're like one of those cosplayers that's around Stark Tower, and she's like, I would never, okay, one time. Oh, and then Coulson, oh! okay, now Coulson breaks in right then and completely redirects the conversation. Down. And I'm like, yeah, because we all know mm-hmm. Coulson was there in his Captain America suit, okay? You no, know he was. You know he was. He's such so. a, oh, he's such a fanboy. He couldn't let anybody know he's still alive, so yeah. he was in cosplay. He was in cosplay. It was, it was just <sighs> undercover, right? It was great. It was just undercover That's work. all it was. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> And so um, Coulson pulls him aside and Ward's like, are you trying to mess up my interrogation? And Coulson's like, what? Okay, so basically, like, I'm kind of impressed that Sky has some skills because we don't we don't know who she is. She's done all this work to conceal who she really is. And um, he's like, we need to know what she knows about this guy, about this hooded hero. So then we go to Fitz, and he has found something. Um, Wait, who found it? It was he scanned it, but May's the one that actually picked it up. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember. No, it was which dwarf was it? Oh, because Simmons asked him wh- who ha- who found it, and he meant, he says it's might have been Snow, mm. or was Snow later? Snow found something else. It I was don't oh, was it Grumpy Sneezy? Ugh, I can't remember. I don't remember, but yeah. they're but they're adorable. Um, and so May's like, "Oh, this is a surveillance camera," and she's like, "Oh man, it's fried." And he's like, "Yeah, except that this particular model has a uh, interior flash drive in case of a uh, power outage." And da 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 da. And he's like, "I can get information from it." And you're like, "God, what a nerd! He is my child. He is my child, and he must be protected at all costs. At all costs, absolutely." And so this is when uh, Gemma finds a piece of weird metal. That's what Snow finds. Yes. And she thinks that this is what caused the explosion. Mm, And it's the glowy yellow. Yeah. So we know that it's probably another uh, piece. Right. Similar to what we saw on Mike's arm. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Phil's such a dork. Um, Yes, he is. And we love him. He goes back into the interrogation room and he he has this, this syringe. And he's getting it ready in front of Sky, and he's like, "This is." Uh, he rattles off what QNBT sixteen. Please tell me that's some kind of an Easter egg. I have no fucking okay. clue. Um, I just have it in my notes. And so he said, "This is the most uh, powerful truth serum," which truth serum in and of itself is kind of tropey, um, isn't but, it? Though, but then he's like, you know, and and you get the you get the distinct impression he's going to use it on Sky, except for he turns around and he injects Ward with it. And Ward's like, the oh fuck? Oh my god. It was he was like, what? Did that hurt? No. No, but I, I like to uh you know mask my pain in front of in front of women to, Damn and, that works fast. Yeah. And he, we find out he thinks Sky's purdy. And, well, and so is. Coulson's like, Okay, you don't trust us? Ask Agent Ward whatever you want. 
And he walks out of the room. And he walks out of the room. And so poor Ward. <laughs> this guy takes off her jacket and she leans over so he can see her cleavage and she's like, So how many people have you killed? A few. A few. But they were all bad people. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. That's really great. And you can tell Sky's like I stopped like, him from killing good people. You can tell Sky's like, this is gonna be fun. Oh, yeah. Um and so Gramsci. Uh, I know. Gramsci. Gramsci. Um, and so this is when um we we see Mike. He goes back to the factory where he used to work, and he's going to talk to his old boss Gary. And he's like, "Listen, I can't find work." And Gary's like, "I can't take you back. We had to fire you because um, you couldn't meet your quota because he was he was injured on the job." Yeah. And Mike's like, "No, I'm better now. I can I can lift twice as much." Da da da. And so he he shoves this giant like rolly crate away um, to show like, "Haha, I'm I'm really really I'm strong." Super strong. And he ends up freaking Gary out, and Gary's like, I'm not going to hire you. And so he picks him up and throws him across the room, mm. and um, Gary f- Gary's freaking out on the floor, and he's like, listen, I'm not a bad guy. It's the company. They're the bad guy. Um, and Mike gets that, like, crazy gleam in his eye, and he's like, I'm the hero, and I have to save people from from evil men like you. And you're like... Okay. That don't look crazy at all. So yeah. Um. So before we go on, I did want to remind people that they can talk to us. They can. They can get us on email at randomteapodcasts at gmail dot com, or they can get us on the twitters at randomteacasts, or on Tumblr at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. and now featured on Facebook at facebook dot com slash randomteapodcasts. Yeah, and if you don't want to remember any of that, you can find all of that <laughs> links to all of that on our website randomteapodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, while you're there, check out some of our other podcasts. So many. So, so many. Uh, so we have two full seasons of Agent Carter out yep. there for your listening pleasure. Yes, they're both out there. Um, season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is yep. there, like we mentioned. Um, we have three seasons of Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Uh, all two seasons so far of Gotham. Yep. Uh, we're currently podcasting for Houdini and Doyle. Oh, yeah. That's, for our, that's, a, that's on, fun. That's on our uh, miniseries Feed. Feed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Absolutely. And uh, Winter Soldier is, coming is up. on deck. Yep. So uh, we've gotten a couple of feedbacks on it, but the more we can get in, the... If you have many feels about it, tell us about it. No one can have more feels than me. Nobody. And I think all of our listeners know that. I think they I think they understand that. So, um, and then we also just have our random movies, which are non-Marvel movies. Yeah, which I think... Uh, Cabin in the Woods is Cabin next. in the Woods. Uh, I made an executive decision without you. That's fine. <laughs> I understand. I've wanted to see it anyway. Yeah. And it just gives me the motivation to, to yeah. actually sit down and do it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, somebody else is in it, too. Thor himself. Somebody interesting to... I want to... Got his Clark in it? <laughs> uh, which Because I is? looked... I looked at it. I looked at the cast list the other day because I knew we were gonna we were gonna cast it. Um, oh. Let's see. Duper duper. Anna Hutchinson is in it. Writer uh, Joss Whedon's one of the writers. Oh no, that's when I got excited. Bradley Whitford is in it. And he's one of my West Wing babies. Oh, okay. There you go. He's one of my Sorkin babies. Yeah. So I was excited. Uh, okay. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be coming up soon. Yeah. And soon. TM. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, eventually, one day. Who knows? 
that's all the podcasts we cover. Yeah. Uh, some news from Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances. They are currently uh, reworking their stock. Getting to, They're going to have some new releases. They're going to put the baby to work. They're going to put the baby to work, doing some sniffing. Um, so they, as uh, soon as we know when they're going to reopen, they're, they're working on it right now. Yeah, I'm on, excited. Uh, getting themselves, getting their ducks in a row. Yeah. So that's coming soon. New fragrances. New fragrances. I can't wait until we can actually announce them because we've been given some as teasers. Well, we, yeah. As testers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's a whole part of the sponsorship thing. It's great. It's awesome. So, and there's a, yeah, there's a new item that I'm really. Yeah. Looking forward we've to been testing. sharing. Yeah. It's so hard to have it and not be able to talk about it. I know. It'll be great. Um, and then of course we're sponsored by Audible as well. Yep. There's the, the Audible trial. You can get free 30 days. Uh, you can also on our website. Uh, yep. Next time you order from Amazon, you can use a link on our website to get through to it. We get some pennies off of it. It doesn't cost you anymore, but it yep. helps support our Randomity Podcasts. Yep. Uh, we just renewed for another year. Yeah, we did. Of hosting. So, ka We're around for at least another year. <laughs> uh, but you can also donate directly on our website. So, yeah. You know. Because free uh, unlimited storage ain't ain't free no it's not and uh ten dollars will buy us lunch so yeah so there you go (laughs) (laughs) so there you are so yeah uh so yeah any other i don't think so um no i think that's it all right so you ready to get back into it yeah all right um so (laughs) word finally gets knocked out bless his heart because yeah it's supposed to one of those side effects is sleeping yeah and so i need me some of that phil opens the door and he uh he he shows uh sky around the bus and um she's like listen you seem like a cool dude but i don't know about that idiot over there ward and um it turns out that uh the news is still running information um but now they're talking about mike's attack on the factory oh no they still don't know who he is um, he wasn't, they said he wasn't identified, which I thought it was weird because if like one of my ex coworkers came in and tore shit up, I'd be like, that's such and such. Like somebody well, would have recognized him. Sometimes. Well, that's true. One of the other coworkers, but yeah. necessarily the supervisor wouldn't have released the name to the press, possibly uh, legal lawsuit stuff. True. True. Yeah. So, yeah. So at this point, the news doesn't know who he is. Um, Sky knows. And she's like, He's a good guy. She's telling Phil, like, he's a good guy. He just needs a break. He's had a tough run of it lately. And Coulson says to her. He's like, we can protect him. Give him give him a break. Give him a break. And she gives him the driver's license. I was like, yay. I know. I was like, oh, this is great. We we knew from the teaser trailers that she would because she's part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. And to see it happen was... It was nice. But she was reluctant. So we learned about her character, too. We did. So. We did. And so they uh, they run a background check on him, and they find out, you know, he, he had an accident. So they give her the driver's license, mm-hmm. and they put in a little thing, and they scan it, which I thought was way cool. So we see them all work in tandem together. Mm-hmm. They're in different parts of the room, and they're all blurting out different pieces of information. And we start to see the coalescing... The dynamic. ...of the team. Yeah. It's great. And I, this is what I love about this show. I had to pause this many times and just squee. I know. Because I was like, oh my God, my babies are all young and innocent and sweet. And they're together for the first time. And 
my sweet angels. I and, loved it so much. And they all look like babies. Yes. I enjoyed it a lot more yeah. than I thought I would. I did too. I was like, oh my God. It was like coming home. It really was, wasn't it? Was, it? it was so Aww. great. Um, and so they kind of start going over the deal with Mike that he was in an accident and his wife left him. And so he's got Ace by himself now. Um, and so they, they go over the footage from the camera. Um, it's really damaged. But um, but Sky is like, oh, well, I had my shotgun mic pointed at the window if that'll help. And she's like, but I couldn't get oh, yeah. anything from it. To match the audio up with the images. Mm-hmm. And Fitzsimmons has that little scene where they just totally talk over each other. Oh, my God. And they're like, yes, we'd like the files, please. Yeah. Because she's like, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything with it. But Fitzsimmons is like, but couldn't you do this? Like, it was complete gobbledygook Something, to me. Even with closed captioning, I'm like, what, like the, what the? It was like under, modulation All I understood was back porch. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds kinky, but okay. It's like, I already love these two together so much. They are one person. I started they shipping They were one it, character. I started shipping it immediately. Well, they had a built-in ship name. I know. Fitzsimmons, man. You can't, you can't turn that away They handed it to us on that. a platter. They did. They were like, please ship these two idiot you science babies. Loved it. Um... <laughs> and so, um, Colson agrees to the whole to the whole plan, um, and uh, he has May try take Sky to her van so she can drive in the bus. Yep, so she can um, she can get the audio file and they can they can do their their deal with it. She had to know she was on babysitting duty as soon as she sat down. Yep. Um, so we go to uh, actually the hospital where this woman Debbie that Mike rescued. Um, is there and is that her name yeah mm-hmm. so he, he goes to see her and um she uh the nurse leaves him alone and as soon as we get him calling her doctor you're like oh uh-huh. it's all connected yeah and that's so, why he went up there to rescue her because of who she was right and so he um admits that you know he didn't know he didn't know where else to go and she's like oh my god you've compromised us you've compromised the project you've compromised me um and you're going to expose the program and she says that the people who gave her the centipede technology are not going to be happy uh i would like to interrupt yes this podcast oh for, god uh breaking news oh god Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances has literally just announced uh, that they are uh, in the progress of putting together an auction uh, for Orlando. Oh, that's great. So um, That's awesome. Check them out. On, we'll put a podcast on it. Yeah, we'll do uh, on uh, Instagram. It's uh, unofficial. Uh, it's UN Fandom Fragrances on Instagram. Okay. Um, anything that they post to uh, a Facebook or a Twitter, we will absolutely uh, repost, retweet, whatever. So, um just be aware that they're going to be starting an auction. They will work with other um, other people to put that awesome. together. So uh, as soon as we know something, good, we we'll, will let we'll you know. We'll put up a podcast in that. Yeah, we'll absolutely um, put something out there for it. And 100% of it, of any money, going to, will go to the That's That's the great. So that's great. I just thought that was important to get that That is out. important. Since we just talked about them, yeah. they just posted that. That's so. important. Thank okay. you. Absolutely. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um. And so she tells uh, she tells Mike that he needs to just like disappear, and um, and he says he's like, oh, I'm I'm not Mike Peterson anymore. And then he goes he goes to the window and he jumps out. And you're like, well, okay, that's not ominous at all. So uh, so we go to uh, the lab in the bus, 
And um, this is when I just, it's adorable. Gemma's looking at the metal that they found and she's like, and she's rattling off all this stuff and it like, it uh, has some kind of like metal goo discharge and she's like oh and she just gets the most delighted she's look so on her delighted. face she says it's dripping with gamma and it's now it's literally dripping and i'm just it's oh my god so she's great so excited i uh, just her de- her pure delight she is pure it, sunshine it she is she's my sunshine child and i love her um and so she's like uh she confirms that it's not an explosive but it, you know, and so Sky uploads the audio and Fitz, uh, you know, does his thing. And they well, watch. Well, and he, he mentions uh, showing her his thing. That poor, poor boy. He's so awkward. I mean, my equipment. I mean. I mean. Just hang up. He's so, he's so Bless special. His heart. He wants to literally show him, her his equipment. And he realizes that it comes out. He's comes such out an wrong. awkward, precious baby. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, um, so they watch, uh, cause he, he does his deal with it and they watch as some really pissed off guy comes into the lab, confronts somebody and he demands to see the doctor and he attacks the tech. And, um, this is when they spot the, uh, device. He has a device on his arm, just like Mike does. And so Gemma looks at it and she realizes that it is extremist technology Dun, dun, dun. And that's how I knew it was right after Iron Man 3 because I had to go look at my dates. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. So oh. we're, I mean, we are pulling out all the Marvel yeah, they are. references here. Um, and so it turns out, though, it's not just Extremis. It's got some kind of a super soldier serum um, similar to the one Captain America got. It's got gamma radiation. It's got all this shit mixed together. It's like they picked all the stuff that makes superheroes and put it in a blender. Um, <laughs> it's so, how she puts it though yeah and so she figures that they're trying to get people with powers um, and so we go to Sky's van and she's about to leave um, which at this point um, I was like where's May because Mike shows up but he's knocked May out um, and then he tells Sky, he's like oh I'm rescuing you and she's like okay she does take a SIM card. Yes. And stuff it into her bra. She does. Um, and so he asks her to help him, and he has his little boy with him. And you're like, oh, God, oh, please don't no. hurt the little baby. I know. The sweet little baby. He's such an adorable child. He is. And so... Um, I need to go see what that boy is. He's precious. And so we go to the plane, and um, Phil's going over the video, and he was like, Oh dear God! That the guy is the sub is the source of the explosion, mm. which, um, as we saw in Iron Man three, the extremist stuff that can happen. Yep. Um, they're like human bombs, and so Gemma's like, but Pepper's okay. But Pepper's okay, um, because Tony's found a cure for it. Yeah, I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gemma's like, the same thing's gonna happen to Mike. Mike as well. It's just a matter of time. Um, and she says that there could be a, uh, you know, a two block radius of destruction around him. So it's very important that they get him and get him away. And so, of course, Ward is, you know, prepping his weapons and, um, you know, Gemma's like, uh, calming him down won't stop the process, but it can, um, it can decelerate it. It right. can buy them some time. So she's like... And I think I think Ward asks her directly about killing him, and she's like, "Yeah, killing him would stop it." 
And Phil, um, this really has stuck in my head. And I, I guess I didn't realize it was from the pilot. But Phil comes in and he's like, no. Third option. Third option. Like, that's unacceptable. You have to come up. Yeah, and he, because. And he just tasks Fitz and Simmons with find something. Because it's literally get him away from other people so that he can explode and not hurt anybody. Or kill or him Or put ourselves. a bullet in his brain to keep him from killing. So either way, Mike Peterson dies. Yeah. And, and Phil's, Phil's like, no. not going to take that. No. And you, so you get a lot of Phil's character and, you know, just him looking at Fitz and Simmons going, I don't care. Get it done. Yeah. Just get it done. And so, because um, Simmons is like, well, that's impossible. And Colson's like, nope, don't care. And so they start talking and May uh, calls in and she's like, by the way, Mike has Sky. Uh-uh. Yeah. And so um, Mike's got Sky and he's he she's uh, he wants her to take uh, them to the train station and um, they're there and Sky does erase his records just like she offered him. So we find out Sky's got some skills. Well, and he asks, he keeps asking her, "Are you sure you know what you're doing? Are you she's sure like, you do really do this?" I've she's done like, this before. She's like I've done this before. Yeah. So and you're like, okay, yeah. Um, and so uh, we go to. It's pretty ominous. It was. And so we go to Phil, and um, he, uh, again, he's like, you know, we have to figure out how to stop this. And an alarm goes off, and they realize someone is hacking into their computers, and it's Sky, And she's sending them coordinates of where they're located. And I was like, go, Sky!" So sky has got some mad sc- hacking skills if she can get into S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, like, that's, that's some heavy-duty stuff. And so... Um, Mike tells his little one that it's safest for them to get away. Yeah. And um, they'll bring Sky with them so she can help them create a new life. And you're just like, this is gonna... This I, cannot this end cannot well. This cannot end well. No, no. And so they get to... The, the team gets to the train station and um, Ward wants to just take him out. Because he's like... It's what Ward does. Ward and, thinks and in black and white. He does. And he wants to eliminate the threat. He's like, listen. And he makes a good point. There's all these innocent bystanders. I mean, we're at a train station, for God's sake. Right. So, um, Phil's like, again, no. No. Just no. Which, that's a huge risk. Yes, it is. Phil took a huge risk. And so, um, he, uh, you know, he's got, uh, he's got a bullhorn. And he tells Mike to come out. And Mike's like, oh, my God. You ratted me out to Sky, and um, he kicks out the the side of the uh, of the door of the van, and he runs into the sca- station with Sky and his son. And you're just like, oh, this is horrible. Well, and at the same time, he's making his situation worse. Yeah, his his heightened uh, anxiety and yep. adrenaline and everything is causing the extremists to be more and more unstable. More so volatile. Yeah, you can feel the tension on the screen, mm-hmm. and that is a testament to. The directing. And the writing. And the writing and the editing. Mm-hmm. Because the editing's big, too. That's true. Of this scene. Yeah. So, I know a lot of people, and I'm one of them, yeah. are pissy with the whole Age of Ultron. Yeah. But. Yeah. You gotta give credit where credit is due. Yes. This scene. This is very well done. Built up to the end of the show is what hooked me into the show. Oh, absolutely. Forever. Um, and so uh, Sky ends up slipping away in some of the confusion in the station. Um, and then to make this clusterfuck 
even bigger. <laughs> I love that word. I know. Isn't it great? At, you know, at my office, yeah. we just call it a cluster. I do too. I do that at work mm, too. Yeah. We're, we just, Everybody knows what I mean. It started from um, the head of my department before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was head of the department before my current boss. Um, and she... And she, it was one of her favorites, and she would call it a cluster. Well, in her honor, we yeah. still refer to things because we liked her as a, she yeah. was a good boss. Uh, we were, we still refer to things as a cluster. Yeah, and we giggle. I just can't make swears around too many people at work. So yeah, I can I can say that. Everybody knows we, what I mean. We though. yeah, we do too. There are times where we all know, but anyway, yeah. I'm going off this direction. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> You gave me alcohol. No, but, I gave myself alcohol. Yeah, you Woo-hoo. did. So, like I said, to make it even more of a clusterfuck, um, this uh, doctor pulls up with with another guy, and you're just like, they're dressed as and you're like, he's, great. he's dressed as a police officer, this and you're like, fine, this is going to be great. They they are in essence these two people pulling up mm-hmm. are in essence the guy walking into the room with the pizza. Yes, yes. That 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 GIF set you see on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. This is the equivalent mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get you to watch Community. I know, one day. There's so many things I want to see. I know. So little time. So, um, Colson's able to get Ace uh, pulled away, um, which did my, my heart good. It did. Colson was very determined to get that child to get the out of one. harm's way. Yeah. And I was very, as a, as a parent, Yes, I was glad to see that. Because I will say, Mike doesn't know that he's a ticking, literally that he's a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. He just knows he's... He's upset, but he doesn't necessarily know his danger. Because I really think that if he had known, he wouldn't have involved his son. No, of course not. Because he's, he's really deep down trying to be a good dad. Um, and so Phil tries to warn Mike. And Mike is like, nope, not going to listen. And so... Um, Nobody's listened to him at this point. So can you really blame Mike? Yeah, exactly. That and poor so guy. This is when this is when the, uh, the, the guy that's working for the doctor uh, opens fire and um you know he mike grabs sky and then you or no the does who grabs sky is it mike or the killer dude uh somebody grabs sky she's a damselly poor man's oh it's mike it's mike inside because he because he yeah. takes her out on the balcony yes yes yes, yes. you're right mm-hmm. um and so it's fucking chaos and they're sh- they're shooting that's and, how much chaos it is is it yeah i couldn't even remember um and so it mike ends up getting knocked over the edge and he falls down onto a newspaper stand and you're like oh no not mike um and so uh this guy's about to shoot sky and then mom comes in comes behind him and kicks his ass like you can tell that like mom's got skills Mm -hmm. and so um we go to mike and he gets up and he's fine and colson walks over and he um puts his gun on the floor and he's like listen you know it doesn't make a difference um, because you're you're either gonna blow or you're not, and so um, Sky comes in and May comes in and and you know everybody very comes dramatic. In. The, the your whole the team camera is there. angle, yeah, the whole fucking team is there, and so Phil just tells Mike what's you know what's gonna happen, and he's like, no, no, I'm a good guy and I won't explode, and he's like, it's not like that, it's you know because it's it's not that Mike would explode because he's a bad person. Right. It's that he's got this stuff but, in him. But Mike isn't hearing that. Yeah. 
Mike is hearing, you're bad, and I need to take you down. And that's not the situation. That's all he's hearing, even though that's not what Coulson's saying. Yeah. And it's, the scene is so intense because you you feel mm-hmm. the the tension on both sides. You feel the desperation. Mike's, you feel Mike's desperation. You feel Sky's desperation. Yeah. You feel Coulson. They're all in desperation. Because Coulson but, is not, he's not coming off. Uh, Ashley Ward is coming off as the asshole. Phil genuinely wants to help this man. Yeah. And Sky well, genuinely wants to help him. Now, is Ward really an asshole because he wants to save all the people in Union Station? Does that really make him an no, asshole? No, he's just dispassionate. In the in the frame of he's very black he's and white. He's looking at it like if I kill this one guy, I save thousands. Yes. Like it, no brainer. Yes, but that doesn't make him an asshole. No, but he wasn't. Well, I suppose he wasn't a dick about it. No, he was, he was just doing like, what needed to be done, and that's what he's always done. Well, and he's used to making the calls. Because he's used to working alone. Yep. He's not used to having somebody like Phil going, no, we're going to do it my way. Or taking in other people's opinions about how something could be possibly be done because he's so used to making those calls right. on his own. Yeah. And he's having that's, to do them on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mike starts to glow, and you're like, if you've seen Iron Man 3, you're like, well, this isn't good. Now, you've got to admit that those effects were not that great. No. But, you know, it's TV. It's fine. Whatever. Um, and so uh, Coulson approaches him, and he's like, listen, you know, he's like, you could be a hero. And Mike's going to start to give up. And uh, this is when you get that heartbeat moment of Ward fires, he hits Mike. And Mike drops. Middle of the forehead, Mike drops. And you're like, oh, my God, Ward went rogue. And that's not what happened. Um He's alive. Well, you immediately see Simmons. It's all Mm -hmm. slow-mo. You immediately see Simmons rushing in, checking his vitals, looking up, and you see Fitz standing next to Ward, who's holding the blue glowy (laughs) gun, as we know now is a night-night gun. And it's, it's all very, very dramatic. And I will tell you now, I have watched this episode more than once. Mm -hmm. And on my rewatch, I rewatched it a couple of times this week. I rewatched it again this morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Third time this week I watched it this morning, I still teared up. Yeah. Watching this scene. Yeah. The tension is so palatable in this scene. Mm-hmm. And I, as you know, as our listeners know, I'm dead inside. Yep. But uh but I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed the tension buildup. It's I thoroughly enjoyed enjoyable. The emotional release that you get. Yeah. In this scene. Because a lot of shows drama it up and I don't find them entertaining. And it's so over the top or it's yeah. not enough or uh, or I don't care about the characters or what or was it there was something we watched recently where I complained uh that there were too many cuts for the emotional tension to build properly to get the emotional release was it um Thor, it was Thor the Dark World yeah it was Thor yeah because there wasn't there was no emotional payoff because yeah. it kept getting cut off by comedy lines yeah or this, this was great this gives you an emotional payoff yeah and so you know they just tranked him um, and so they get they get Mike stabilized. Why didn't they think of this in the first place, though? I know. Come on! But they had to get it properly calibrated. That was yes. the problem. Yes. Mm. And so, um, uh, Coulson calls Maria and lets her know that the situation is handled. And so later we go to um, Ace has been uh, put with his aunt while Mike is in recovery, and Sky and Coulson are checking on him, and. I thought they were dropping Ace off. Were they dropping him off? I thought that was my understanding was that they were dropping Ace off with his aunt. With his aunt. And um, right away you're like, 
okay, Sky has has a total soft spot, and so does Phil for that matter. Um, <coughs> they're good with the with the little ones. They are, and uh, Sky tells Coulson, uh, you know, in this, I promised him that his father would come back. So you yeah. know, Sky is all about the so people. You got to follow up. Yes, and so um, they get in the car, and and you know, he's like, listen. We haven't gotten any further with this whole centipede business. We wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for you. Um, and he's like, have you considered my offer? He's offered to let her be a part of the team. And she's like, I don't know how to do that. I've never, I've never. I'm not much do- of a team player. And I'm like, okay, this is the scene in which I'm Sky. Yeah, exactly. And so Colson's like, well, you know, it would give you more opportunities to, to fight for this stuff and to, you know. To be on the front line. To be on the front lines. And, um, was they, it he calls it a front row seat? Yeah. And so they're talking and uh, Ward calls to tell him that there is an 084. And uh, Sky's like, what's that? And he's like, he's like, well, you have 10 minutes to decide whether to you want to. decide wanna. whether or not you want to be and part she, of this. Because apparently they have to go back to the airfield. And she's like, it's going to take ba- It's going to take longer than 10 minutes to get there. And um, he's like. Yeah, no, and it turns out Lola can fucking fly. Literally. Lola is a hovercraft. <laughs> Lola. Which immediately made me think of the car in Iron Man, or in uh, Captain America the First Avenger, that is displayed at uh, the Stark Expo, so it makes me think, uh-huh. this is a Stark vehicle. Uh-huh. Because, of course, I like that's immediately where my brain went, is this, this is Stark. All Marvel, all day. Oh, it's great. It was beautiful. So I thought this was a great first episode. It hooked me. It did. That final, not this scene, but the the final scene. Yeah. Because this was this is an epilogue. Yeah. This the scene at the farm was an epilogue. That final scene hooked me. Yeah. It grabbed me and shook me, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. Yeah. I need more of this. The characters. We're well, I thought they were well written. Mm-hmm. We knew exactly what who we were dealing with. Yep. And I wanted in to know 40, more about all of them. In 45 minutes. Yeah, I think they did a really good job because they got a lot of story and they got a lot of character in. And it didn't feel like... None of the character stuff felt like exposition for exposition's sake. No. It didn't feel like, okay, this is a pilot and I'm getting told about this character. Like, it felt pretty organic. Colson sassy banter. Oh, my gosh. Clark Gregg, Del- Clark Gregg was born... For Phil Coulson. To be Phil Coulson. Exactly. Okay. Fitzsimmons, so adorable. And they, like, the it's difficult. Unbelievable. It's difficult. Like, I don't know how they do this, but they do a great job talking over each other and yet collaborating and bickering and, like, it feels well, real. Even for these the two actors to be able to pull off those lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... Techno, all that techno babble that, and... That chemistry between... It's not easy to find that kind of chemistry between two actors immediately so uh, they they caught fire yeah and i was like they're mine i ship them i ship them immediately so it was it was beautiful yeah it's a beautiful thing it's great so um okay as far as this episode is concerned yep do you have anything else you want to talk about it because we we if we're going to do any kind of spoiler stuff because i see you bursting at the seams so like yeah anything no you yeah. good? Okay. Um, for those of you who are only here for season one, appreciate you listening. We uh, we're going to be recording season we're, one throughout the summer. So. Throughout the summer, so you know, send us feedback as as you can. Yeah, we would appreciate it. Um, we'll see you in our next episode. So here's your chance. I'm dragging this out as long as I can for you to turn this off because we're okay. about to start talking about season three. And go. Okay.
So, okay. So, Ward is so baby-faced in this. I and know. And I kept, like, like, okay. I assume, they never explicitly said, I assume the true serum was a ploy. Because otherwise, he would have been babbling about, oh, by the way, I work for Hydra, which is still a thing. That's a good point. I didn't even think about I'm that. I'm a sleeper agent. Blah, 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 blah. My, my, my real loyalties lie with so-and-so. Uh-huh. And, oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I assume that was a ploy to get Sky's trust. But at the same time, was Grant Ward written as a Hydra agent at From the this be- I think he was because a lot of people say that they felt like all of season one was purely just leading up to the whole Hydra reveal. Mm. But that could have just been from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, not necessarily because we didn't find out Ward was until the end of the season. Right. So I don't know. Huh. But I just thought about that. I I never thought about that, that it had to have been a ploy that Phil. But boy, he played it up, didn't he? That just seemed that would seem out of character for Grant Ward to be able to pull Gramsy? Uh-huh. Unless they talked about it ahead of time and Phil's like, all right, this is what this op requires. Mm-hmm. And what what would... F- but I kind of would feel like that Phil would have to give Ward something to convince him to even do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because Ward took some hard convincing to even let Sky on the team. Yeah. You know, in the in the series, so... Yeah, I'm just curious as to how that that conversation. I would love to have been a fly on that wall, but yeah. it would have had to have been because you're right. Absolutely, he would have revealed. Yeah, or the true we got, serum a real because thing. we got mention of Ward's family issues. Phil but, mentioned know, that you know at another, the very beginning. You know what else would support that? Hmm. The fact that that's why they didn't give it to Sky because they could just as easily have given the true serum to Sky and made her talk exactly. But it was a ploy to gain her trust. Yeah. Because if they had given it to her, it wouldn't have worked. So I kind of assumed oh. that it was a ploy. I was kind of hoping the truth serum was like a real thing. I think they would have used it all yeah. the time. It would have been a bit well, of a... Well, the pilot episode. Yeah. Pilot yeah. episode, you know, sometimes that stuff gets left on the cutting room floor. I miss a lot of this tech. I miss the I miss tech. the dwarves. I miss... I know. We're always like, are they going to use the dwarves? And I think they used them once in season three, and we, like, freaked the fuck out. Because we were excited. Yeah. Well, I miss this teamwork. I do, too. So much. And even if you take Ward out of the equation, um, you know, because obviously I don't want him back on the team. I mean, I know he's dead now, but I... even Is when he? <laughs> God, I hope so. Even when he turned, I didn't want him coming back to the team, but I wanted that team dynamic back. Yes. And I feel like we lost it when we lost a lot of what what i really loved about this show when tv and movie had their split at marvel studios Mm -hmm. it because it feels completely different now the production values feel lower i forgot how light the show was yeah how funny which i don't mind it getting progressively a little darker but like the the tie-ins with the movies were there it felt like it was a part well, of the universe and not and and i know you're not talking about just the direct tie-in to the movies you're talking about the easter egg tie-ins mm-hmm. yeah. the fact that we are in the same universe maria hill poppy and i know a lot of this was like you said because it was the pilot they were laying it on really thick mm-hmm. but i i just feel like because the pilot episode uh is what they use to sell yes the season to the studios yes. 
and I think the the whole purpose of this was, and and you know, a lot of this, uh, this is a money maker, and this is a way for, and I've said it before, this is a way for Marvel to keep their stuff in the forefront of your mind every week. I'm okay with it's that. It's not just us coming I'm around okay for movies a couple times a year. It's which I would do anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like they've lost their way because yeah. this, the, well, this was so it. Felt so different than where we we are now, but also Marvel is starting to saturate yes, the market. That's true. So I yeah. think they're a lot less um, tight. Yeah, with how they do things because they have to be. Yeah, but you already get shades of something's a little off with Phil. He's already said it's a magical place. I think twice in this episode. Uh, twice, yeah, at least. And so, and, well, you already got that hint from the doctor and Agent Hill that he can never know what really he can happened. Never know. I was happy they made a Loki reference. He was the Asgardian Mussolini, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I like that." But yeah, I I was really surprised how much stuck in my mind from this episode, and I didn't necessarily remember that it was the pilot. But f- this isn't the first time Phil goes to Fitz and Simmons and says, "Nope, this isn't good enough. Figure something out." Yeah, he does that. That's something he does. Um, so a lot of that stuck with me, and so I was, I was really, I was pleased with this. I, I'm yeah. glad we're we're going back. Yeah, I'm enjoying doing this. I'm glad we yeah. we decided to do this. So. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Because we're we got another episode to do. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you for listening. Guys.